Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersville International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to give the love of Jesus a round of applause as we sing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Happy to see everyone of you in church tonight. I believe that tonight's message is one of those messages that you'll be grateful to God that God actually gave to you. That you were in church the day it was preached. Let's ask that the Almighty God Himself will speak to you tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. But before we go ahead, I want to ask a funny question. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to ask a very funny question. You know the question I want to ask you. How can you describe this for me? No, no, no. The level of the water inside the bottom. Half. Half full. Huh? Half full. Or half empty. So someone say half full or half empty. Who is right? Both. Both are right. Both. Huh? both of them are right. Half empty. Half full. So the question is, your interpretation of it was a function of your perspective to life. Yes, sir. So all of us can see the same thing and come to a different conclusion. Do you agree? Yes. That everybody can see the same thing and come to what? A different conclusion. conclusion. What makes men come to different conclusions in life? What makes men come to church and at the end of the day, they will still come to a different conclusion about what to do and what not to do? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So tonight we are talking about what I call the kingdom mindset. What did I say? Please be alive tonight. Say the kingdom mindset. I'm believing God that if I can, if I can explain to you, and the Holy Spirit uses me to explain and expound to you the kingdom mindset, I will change your life forever. You will not be an ordinary man again. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, you come to church, but a lot of people don't know why they come to church. A lot of people say they come to church because why? Because maybe pastor may give them one night or two night. Or they can come and make contact. You know some people come to church come and make contact. Do you know? Mm-hmm. You don't know, you don't believe so. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Some go to church for my wife. So what have you come to church for? Praise the Lord. Everybody can see this, but everybody will interpret it differently. Praise the Lord. You know you can give someone this bottle of water and the person will be angry. Can I need to give me a full bottle of water? You can give someone this same water and the person will say, Wow, thank you. Why? Why would they interpret it differently? Why do you think people interpret the same thing differently? 
Why do you think someone born of a man who was an alcoholic, one of them will say that I will never take alcohol in my life? And the other one, the same father, will say that, you know what? My Lord is to take alcohol for something like that. Same event, different interpretations. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I once shared a story here. I don't know if it was here or in the lodge. And I said to you, I said, there was something that took place in Nigeria in 1966, I mean, 67 to 1970. It was called the Nigerian Civil War. How many of you remember that? I mean, we may not have been born, but I mean, you heard the story, have you? Yes. Now, in the Nigerian Civil War, some people actually lived in the eastern state of Nigeria. They lived during the time of Biafra. They suffered the, the, the indignities of war. But do you know that a man who did not even live in Biafra chose, because of that Biafra story, never to go to church again? He said, and, and he was in autobiography. So, Steve Jobs, everyone of you know Steve Jobs. Yeah. That it was a Biafra story that took away from church. Now, but the Biafra story. The same people that actually experienced the civil war, some of them actually became Christians. And some people actually left, so some of them uh, left the church. He said, How can, why did God not, why did God not protect the people? And because of that, he left the church. Same event, different interpretations. Why do people interpret things differently? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Tonight I'm asking you, I'm just come tonight to tell you something. That if I can make you figure out a way to interpret life, have a way to say, look, you know what? Before life gives me a question, this is the answer I'll give to it. Whatever events happen in life, this is the way I will interpret it. Then I can change you. Let me show you. There's the man in the Bible. Are you listening to me? Yeah. There's the man in the Bible who said, since I was born, now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Who was that man? It was David. Three of us. It was David. Now, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Do you know that David's father forsook him? man that he forsook him, not God. Or you don't think David's father forsook him? Mm. When they asked David's father, how many sons do you have? He said, I have seven. Mm. He didn't say I had eight, he said I had seven. So that means that the seven, the eighth one wasn't his son. So it was when the prophet actually said to him, ah, are you sure it's only seven sons you have? And I said, no, I have one. You know, I grew up in the Lorraine. When I first got to Lorraine, the first story I heard about in the Lorraine, they said there was an accident. There were seven people that died and one Iguila. So the question was, is the Iguila not a person? You know, so you can look at someone and just read, read him and say that that person is not a human being. I mean that, but David interpreted it differently. I want to believe that for you and I to experience the kind of victories that God wants us to have, for you and I to have the kind of uh, prosperity that you and I believe God wants us for you and I to experience the kingdom of God that you, God wants you and I to experience, there's a mindset that you must have. 
express the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know? And I've said, what was started this kingdom series? I said Christianity is based on two things. Number one, the first thing is that God wants to take you out of hell. But the second thing is that God also wants to change your behavior, the way you think, the way you act, and the way you do things. So if it's only heaven that was the goal, the day you and I became Christians, God will obviously kill us and we'll go to heaven. But that's not. God wants to populate the earth with his kingdom. He wants everyone to know that the Bible says, and the waters will cover the knowledge will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. God wants the kingdom of God to cover the earth. And the only way the kingdom of God can cover the earth is if you and I have the kingdom mindset. What kind of mindset do you have? What kind of mindset do you have? I was sharing with some of my friends yesterday, we were in dinner, and I said to them, I don't understand certain things. So. The people of Israel, they went into the Red Sea. And as they were going to the Red Sea, they saw the Red Sea pass. Two of us. They saw the Red Sea come after them to kill the people that were following them. And as I pray for you tonight, everyone pursue you to destroy you. The Lord will destroy them in the rest of your life in the name of Jesus. They saw again that what man that came from heaven. They saw the Lord speak at Mount Sinai. Do you know they still doubt God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and I will think that if you will see the wonders of heaven, then we will, not, we will never doubt God. But that was not true. They still doubted God. When they saw the land that was, that was, that was, that had, uh, what do you call it, that had, uh, uh, the land of Canaan, the Canaan land, what did they say? Oh, they said that that land is good, oh. The land is very beautiful. But said the heritage, the, the people there will kill us. We were the people greater than where they were coming from. I did not see God destroy them. So I came to a conclusion. God may deliver you from slavery, but you have to deliver your heart from slavery. You may leave slavery, but slavery is still your heart. So the people of Israel left Egypt, but Egypt was still their heart. When simple temptation came, they were looking for cucumber and the garlic and the onion. I mean, I'm eating cucumber. I really don't understand how people want to go back to a place called Kukumba. And I was wondering how we saw the same Kukumba we're eating and the same garlic and the same onion. You understand? I don't know how they would have prepared it that would have been so sweet that I would not leave, I would not leave prosperity, I would not leave me. And that's, that's where I want to go back to. But that was what the people of Israel did. That was what they, had, they, they did. So they left Egypt, but Egypt was in their heart. And by the grace of God, God made sure that none of them that had Egypt in their heart entered into the promised land. Because they did not have the mindset to enter the promised land. Let me tell you something. If you don't have the mindset of victory, victory mindset, God cannot give you the promised land. Because slaves don't go there. Because defeated people don't go there. And that's the same reason why, no matter, look, and I, I was thinking about this and I realized that, that when God said you cannot serve God and mammon, it was a very powerful thing. To serve even money and to make money, you understand that, that they give you a billion naira today. If you are not careful, they come back after 10 years. In the same position you are today, you will be in 10 years. If your mind does not change, 
you will spend that money in 10 years you just come back. Because the same people who win 200 million dollar lottery and in 10 years or 15 years they are back to the streets. And you would think that if I have 215 million dollars, I will never, I will never, not only will I never be poor again, I will never have a level of I will never have a certain level. No, no, it's your mind. So if I don't change your mind, I will never change your position in life. And therefore, in fact, there was a day I saw in the Bible, the Bible says that God told Abraham that he should sacrifice his son. And when he got to the place that he was going to, when he saw the place of Pharaoh, the first thing he did was that he separated himself from his servants. Servants are not going to where God is taking you to. There's a place the Almighty God is taking you to. And you've got to have a certain kind of mindset to go to that place. And if you don't have that mindset, you will not be able to get there. Potter's view. I'm asking you today, what kind of mindset are you giving up? So there's what I call the kingdom mindset. Does anyone have a, mind, uh, a dictionary? Just tell me what's the meaning of mindset, and I'll just continue from there. Mindset. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you. What's the meaning of mindset? Mental attitude. Mental attitude? Continue. Tradition. Uh-huh. A fixed state of mind. Praise the Lord. Does that all have another translation? A mental attitude, a fixed state of mind. A way of thinking. It's a way of thinking that recognizes that there's a God in heaven and that a God has the wisdom, he has the kingdom. So there's a way of thinking. Hello? I realize that a way of thinking is like an operating system. Praise the Lord. How many of you know your operating system? Mm-hmm. You know your operating system. There are certain, there are certain things you cannot play. Yeah. True or false? True. I want to play something you say no, that you will not play on the Apple operating system. <laughs> like I only play on what? On Windows. There are certain things that cannot, it's like an operating system. How do you operate on How do you take your life forward? It's a fixed way of thinking. That key fix of thinking is what I want to bring to you tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hello, Pottersville. Can we go to Isaiah chapter 2 for verse 3 to 4? Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Isaiah 2, 3 to 4. Expressing the kingdom. Tonight we're talking about the kingdom mindset. Now it shall come to pass. Now it shall come to pass. That these are the last days. The mountain of the house of the Lord. The mountain of Potter's will be firmly established. Will be firmly established. As the highest of the mountain. And the highest of the mountain. And will be exalted. And will be exalted. Above the hills. Above the hills. And all the nations will stream to you. And all the nations will do what? Stream to you. Do you know that streaming is in the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> it's not your Bible. Yeah. Eh? So when you are streaming. The Bible says that God is that every nation of God still to they should still to hear from every part of the world. You know, it wasn't possible before. Yeah. So these are the last days mm. that you can see. You didn't get that. Continue mm. on. Mm. And many people shall come and say. And many people shall come and say, Come. Come. Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. To the house, temple of God of Jacob. To the temple of the God of Jacob. That Why are we going there? Continue. That he may teach us his ways. That he may teach us his ways. Yes. 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 Yes
table. But David and his small seven-year-old boy said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Why? He knew that because I'm a circumcised man. Do you know that all the Israelites carried the sign of circumcision? All the men carried the sign of circumcision. But they did not know on the day of birth what circumcision meant. They didn't know that circumcision meant that God will not allow you to be destroyed by your enemy. They didn't know circumcision meant that God is a covenant keeping God. And when David looked at him, he said, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He didn't call him any other name. He called him uncircumcised because he knew that there was no God with him, but there was God with him. And also, when you see your problem, what do you, how do you interpret it? <coughs> do you interpret the problem as so big or you interpret it as what? As little. And David said, Wait, so there's a way of thinking. And when I was thinking about the mindset, I realized that everybody in this world has a default or decided way of thinking. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A default or what? Design. Design. So, and there are four things. Oh, maybe four or five. Let me tell you something. You know, the times you talk to a man, you say, ah, me, I'm an able man. An able man cannot do this one. Have you seen? That way of thinking is what? Ethnicity. Have you? I'm a black man. It's ethnicity. Some people, it's environmental. They get to America. And their work thinking changes. The man that used to wake up before his man telling that this is America, you have to you have to watch this. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of thinking. It's environmental. Praise the Lord. And they tell you that you go to Rome, be like the Romans. That's the environmental way of thinking. And most men don't understand that when you go to those places, and the man that has never taken Watch this, the student's path before. And the wife tell you that, oh, what, what, now you want for children to do? You say, me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yes, now you Environmental. So, people, it's experience. Experience to find a way of thinking, two of us. Oh, a woman has hurt me, and all women are wicked. One woman hurts you. Or one man hurts you, and every other person is wicked. Mm. Or one your bad man disappointed you, <laughs> and your family are wicked. Mm. Ah. One evil man cheated you. Don't do business with the woman. No. Experience. Praise the Lord. Some people's education is not the right thing to do. They became masses. You have seen those people before? Yeah. I did see people. Mm-hmm. Try to do things. But can we have a thinking that is empowered by the Holy Spirit? It says, as many as believed him, to them he did what? He gave power to become the sons of God. And the Bible says the earnest expectations of the creatures are awaiting the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. There's an empowerment that comes that because you and I became Christians, we can think in a different way. 
praise the Lord. Amen. I shared with you before. I said the only reason why Christianity has not affected us because we don't have Christianity mindset. We have the mindset of the world. We don't have Christian mindset. We don't have the kingdom mindset. Do you know that it was the kingdom mindset that made them at Antioch and the Bible said they never looked at where they came from. He said they were first called Christians at Antioch. Why? It was only at Antioch that they defined a group of people. Not by where they came from, not by their experience, not by their ethnicity, not by their education, not by their environment. They defined them by who they followed, that they followed a man called Jesus Christ, who has come and died and has been resurrected. And those people were different. I know, sir. I'm thinking that if I can get you to have that kind of mindset, your life will change. And this country will change. But if you have the mindset that every other person has, you come to the table like every other person has, unfortunately, you will also experience what every other person is experiencing. But if you come to the table with the mindset that I am a child of the most high God, that my own is different. The Bible says that the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. The Bible says that all the good things will follow me. The Bible says the God of the wicked will never rest upon me. The Bible says that in my days are plenty pleasures. And I begin to go. I begin to speak to myself. What happens to me? I define my realities differently. So, in my note, I said, mindset determines your ideology, your ideas, the things that you believe, the things, and how you see reality, how you interpret reality. Praise the Lord. If I see a storm, if I see a storm, like, like, there was a time, you understand, the, our neighbors were disturbing us, and somebody came to me, he said, Pastor, did you actually pray before you got here? And I said to myself, I said to myself, you know what, it doesn't matter whether I pray or not, I don't pray. Or at least I could be you understand. But I want you to understand that because there's a storm, does not it doesn't mean that Jesus absent is with you. Right. That Jesus may be your boat, and there will still be a storm. The only thing is that no matter the storm, yes, the storm will not prevail. Yes, That's right. That no matter the storm, you understand, the storm will not what? So I know the end of the story. I know who I believe. I know him who I worship. That there will be a storm. Do you know that even as a believer, if you believe God, you understand? And I said that, look, when I talk about the kingdom, you know, I said the kingdom is about the will of God, the way of God, and the word of God. If I believe God's word, if I believe God's word, then I will take my cues from God's word. I will not take my cues, my reality, from what people are saying. I will take my cues from what God says. And I think that all of us are not taking our cues from what God says. That's why we are feeling what other people are feeling. Let me shock you. Do you know? Do you know that when Jairus' daughter had died and they brought Jesus there, what did he say? He said he's sleeping. What did everyone have to say? She said she's dead. Who was right? Jesus. Jesus Because reality does not mean what you are saying. You understand? Some people will tell you that if I don't see it, I can't believe it. It's true of us. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, let me, let me ask you one stupid question. Do you see the internet that flows to your phone? The Wi-Fi. So how are you using it? Do you see the heat that is blowing me today? So why are you using it? So because classism does not mean that you cannot experience it. Remember how I explained today 
Abi? Or whatever the station is playing. I can't, I'm not hearing them. Does not mean that it's not there. So our view of, it, of reality was changed. And I'm saying to you tonight that your view of reality must be a kingdom reality. That God said that since I was born, now I'm old, I've never seen the righteous forsake the sin breaking bread. That God's word, he said in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 10, he said the word of God will not fail. He will not return to him void. The Bible says that God has, God believed so much in his name. And the Bible says every name in all heaven and on earth must bow to the name of Jesus. It's a kingdom mindset that says that God, that Jesus is the center of my life. Jesus is the one that I follow. Jesus is the only person that determines my reality. I do not care if I have no money in my pocket. I, do you know what you just write, what the Holy reminded me now? What is reality? So, tell your son, uh, if I see his room today, if I look at only today, what would I be looking at? It's not so. But is that the reality? No. That child may be a professor. Tomorrow, and uh, I'm actually looking at. I didn't know that he was a professor. I was actually looking at one, one snapshot. So I can look at the snapshots of my life and begin to think that that's all my life. And people now look at the snapshot of their life because I've been praying for the time when they took that snapshot, when they took that picture, they have no money in their pockets and they start to be a poor person. That snapshot now begins to be what affects their lives. But if you understand that your reality is not based on the snapshot that you are taking, your reality is based on what God's word says, then you and I will go back to God's word. What does God's word say about you and I? What does the Bible say about your condition? What does the Bible say about your future? He says that no, that your future concerns Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. He says that I know my thoughts for you, I know my plans for you, that you're going to have a great future. I don't care what the Naira says, I don't care what the economy says, I know my future is bright and beautiful. I don't know how, but I know that my future is bright and beautiful. I don't know how you will come through, but you, I just trust this world. The Bible says that God cannot lie. He looked at himself one day, I did not know how to, uh, to make a promise, and he swore by himself. And God has sworn to you that he will never leave you. He said he will never forsake you. He said that your path will be the only life in your path. So what do you believe? Do you believe the lie of the devil? Or do you believe the word of God? It's only kingdom mindset. That no matter what they see, even whatever reality or snapshot that they're seeing, they'll still believe the word, the, the Bible. And I'm asking you today, let that mindset be the one inside of your mind. That you're not going to be moved around by the economy of Nigeria. You're going to be moved around by what the Bible says. And the God said, concerning you. You know, as I was thinking, I was thinking then, you know, <coughs> you know, you may have no money in your pocket, and you tell yourself, for everything there is a season. And that might be a season that there was no money in your pocket. And very soon another season will come. And that season will be the season of prosperity. Amen. Will be the season of joy. That means that you will not commit suicide because of the fact that you saw yourself one day and you looked at yourself that there was no money in my pocket. Because there was no money in my pocket, it was a season. It was a season that God wants you to know that something else can happen. And the Bible says that once I was blind, now I can see. So I don't need testimony. So if you're going to have, if you're going to have a kingdom mindset, there are three things you must have. You must understand. Number one, you must understand. Number one, ownership. What I say? Who owns you? Jesus. Jesus owns you. The Bible says we are brought to the price. Jesus 
holds you. You are no longer your own. That means that whenever you see a situation, your decision is not based on what you want to feel. Your decision is based on what does my master feel. Because I no longer, I no longer belong to me. I have been purchased with a price. I have been purchased by the blood of Jesus. So if a girl comes and sees to me and says, Oh, come, you know what? You're looking beautiful. Come, let's, you have some, let's do something. He said, I'm bought with a price. I belong to the king. I will honor him because he's my king. He may not be physically present, but he's my king. And he, long, he, he owns me. I cannot give myself to you because I belong to the king. I tell you one thing. If you look at the story of Joseph very well, you know Joseph in the Bible. The Bible says that Potiphar's wife looked at him every single day. And one day Potiphar's wife cracked his clothes. I sat down and I looked at him. I said, the only reason why they took Joseph to court was that Joseph actually removed his dress. Because if the woman grabbed it, the dress would have torn. True of us. So the evidence to him but he said to me, how can I do this and sin against God? It's not just, it's just, I cannot sin against my king. Yes. I cannot take a temporary advantage and hurt my king. Yes. I know, sir. <laughs> my friend, a friend of mine used to say something when I was praying up. He said, one day he told my boyfriend, my boyfriend locked the door. You know, sir, where were you? Where were you? My boyfriend locked the door. And I said, ah, he locked the door, blown the window. He said, ah, tonight we'll do something. He said, look, look, look upstairs. So I let the man upstairs don't see you. Mm. It's like the king. Like, you know that I can't do anything without the king. Like, it's, the king is involved. I don't own myself. I don't own myself. Do you know that if you don't own yourself, then whatever you do is the second goal, is outcome. Who is responsible for the outcome of your life? Who is responsible? Who is going to take the glory for the outcome of your life? Jesus. Who is going to take the glory? Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus. He said, Paul planted Apollo's water. It's God that gave the increase. So if God gives the increase or doesn't give the increase, it is his business. Yes, sir. It is his glory. Yes, so my job is what? Right? Apollo's job is to water. It's God's business. To increase. You know, it's when they want to increase, that's when they lose gifts. And they forget that there's a God. You know? People plan, oh, I go to government and steal 50 years, 50 billion. I forget that there's a God. And that God will make sure that all your children are into drugs. Mm-hmm. And the money doesn't make sense. So outcome. Who is responsible for the outcome of your life? Well, the outcome of what you want to do, your decision. Who is responsible? Who is going to take the glory? Who is going to take the glory? Who is going to take the glory? That's how you have a kingdom mindset. Who's going to take the glory? If I steal today, who's going to take the glory? If I commit adultery, murder, fornication, who's going to take the glory? Outcome. And the third goal is obedience. Or if I have a kingdom mindset, you will be. Say, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Obedience is the hallmark of everyone who sees the divinity of God. So, our mindset will determine our ideologies, the ideals, our reality. 
nothing ourselves. I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus who loved me. I know that all things work together for good. You understand? Even when things are not looking good, say all things work together for good. For those who love Christ Jesus. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The Bible says I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and the staff they comfort me. Thou prepareth a table before me, not in the absence of my enemies, in the presence of my enemies. He said, the path of the Lord shines brighter and brighter. He said, you are my head. He said, you will lift up my head. Oh, that is what he says. I tell myself that story. I don't tell myself the stories that I don't have money in my pocket and I'm poor. No, I'm not poor. I'm not broke. I tell myself I'm a very wealthy man. I tell myself that I, have, I belong to the king of glory. I belong to, he said, he's the king of glory. He's not the king of shame. If this thing will not give him glory. So if it doesn't give him glory, then it will not be known. What stories are you telling yourself? What stories are you telling yourself? What stories? When you wake up, what stories do you tell yourself? What stories are you saying to, about your future? What stories are you saying? Are you believing the stories? Everybody say, ah, in Nigeria, there's no hope. Nigeria is hopeless. Whereas in same Nigeria, I went out with my wife yesterday, and the guy took us for lunch for dinner. I will not doubt it if that guy spent less than one million naira that dinner. Same Nigeria. Same Nigeria. And we're not the only ones there. Different people are there. Don't believe the lie of the devil. Don't believe what? You must understand the kingdom mindset. What does it mean? What mindset is driving you? What mindset is driving me? Oh, don't believe. The mindset of the king means that if I look as if that our oh, time is going, how would the help come? I know my king will show. Mm. I know my king will show. I know my king will not fail me. I know he will not fail me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I don't I might not know how he will show up, but I know he will show up. You understand? It's those stories. I know him. I know him. He will not show, he will not fail. He will not fail. He will not fail. He will not fail you. Why are you? It's just, you are too small for him to fail. I'm too small for him to fail. He has not failed before. He didn't fail our fathers. Why would he fail you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Have a mindset that it's his glory that you are. Well, Abella said something one day. Abella, thank you, Abella. He said, it is the glory of a, what do you call it, of a, of a debtor, uh, of, uh, of a creditor, that the debtor is alive. <laughs> Abi? Yeah. Two of us. True. He said the day the debtor dies, who are alone. So the debtor, the creator must make sure that the debtor is alive. And therefore I realized that one thing that God loves so much is what? Worship. It's to his glory that he worship is alive. That's right. Mm. So if I worship him every day, it is to his glory that he keeps me alive. And that's why when that man turned back and looked at the wall and said, Where is your worship in the green? God told the prophet, Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. That guy now went out. Don't press the key. He has pressed the key. <laughs> if every day you go to work, that work is worship. That's all. That you take work as worship to God. Yes, you will not go and sleep in the office as a lazy man. It's worship. Would your king accept that work from you? Would your master accept that work from you? If you look at every relationship, you think that's worship. 
you know, so I can leave it up to I said, I release this relationship to you as worship. Would God take that relationship from you? If you look at your 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 wife and every day you're abusing her, honoring Burukuya like the wonder from the village, taka, taka, foolish woman. I have a friend, because I don't know if I actually have a friend on this altar, but someone I know, every day you're going to say, foolish woman, bastard. And I said, why would you call your wife, your mother, your children, those things? And you just go on. But that's a different mindset. But if you have a mindset that says that I belong to the King of Kings, and you know, because it's, you see, it is the will of God, the word of God, and the way of God. There's a way of God, and the mindset of the people of God means that what I obey what He tells me to do. What did God say? I should love those who despitefully use you. Is that what your master told you? Yeah. He told you. He said, "Let this mind be you." That was Christ Jesus. Let humility be your mind. What time is my time? This time we are not my time. This time we are up. <laughs> but I want to see God raise up mighty men and women that will dominate this environment again. Men that will go into business and say that I will glorify God by excellence. Men that will go into academics and say I will glorify God by excelling. I was telling a medical doctor yesterday. I said, well, young boy, I said, can I challenge you? He said, yes, sir. I said, why don't you go and look for a field under the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit will give you and that you will master in the next five to seven years? Maybe it's cardiology. Become the best cardiologist in the world. I want to that cardiologist. Eh? And every time God commits, eh, you want to do a surgery, you just say, I must pray in the name of Jesus. And maybe the, the king of France, Saudi Arabia comes and says that he has a heart problem. And the only person that can solve it is, is you. And the guy will say, look, you know what? Can I pray in Jesus' name? The man will say, yes, sir. <laughs> can we be so valuable in our generation? <laughs> Just a poor Pharaoh. He said, go and look for any man. And they said, no. There is no man. Who's the spirit of the gods is with? Now, Joseph did not have the spirit of the gods inside of him. You and I have the spirit of the gods inside of us. Living inside of us. He had it upon him. But they interpreted what he had as inside. He said, are you not the only one that has the spirit of the holy gods? He said it like Daniel. They called Daniel. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, give your gift to another. Let me interpret your gift for you. Say, give your gift to anybody. Men pursue gifts because they do not know their God. But if I know the Bible says they know their God, it shall be strong and will do exploit. But as you will you be the church that will do exploit that generation? Will you be the church that will change the narratives of our land? This look, may we be the church that will change the name, the story of Christianity. Because we'll do the excellent things, we'll have the excellent spirit. We'll go to every field and we'll take it for the Lord Jesus Christ. That the outcome will be that God will be glorified. We'll go to the field of academics, we'll go to the field of music, we'll go to the field of everything and take it for the Lord Jesus Christ. That the name of Jesus shall be glorified. Why? That's how the kingdom is presented. That the name of Jesus shall be glorified. The, king, the extension of the kingdom, the extension of the dominion of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember Pastor Demi once he said that one of the greatest wishes was if a lad would have sang about Jesus, he doesn't know how many people would have turned their back. And I said to myself one day, I said, what else do Can we go do Afrobeat Christian music? And let's see that heart of me will not turn back to Jesus. God will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you been blessed tonight? Yes, yes sir. sir. Are you ready to take this word to Jesus? Yes. Do you have a kingdom mindset now? Yes. And you have, do you have a mindset of a failure or a mindset of a, of a, of a, of a dominion? Dominion. It says that he has given everything for you. To you. That one you will dominate. The one who rests inside of you is great and mighty. 
1 John chapter 4 verse 4 says the greater one lives inside of you the greater one lives inside of you it says out of the abundance of your heart the mouth speaking it says out of this shall flow rivers of living waters your mouth shall be the mouth of blessing your mouth shall, your hand shall be the hand of blessing one day I sat down and I was I was meditating and I said the same hand that the apostles had were the same hand that I had the same Jesus they had I had so why come I'm not doing the same miracles that they have then I said, let my mind be renewed after them. And I will not begin to see that same results that they had in the heart. But as well, it's time to have the same results for the generation. It's time to begin to look at Jesus about to do mighty things. It's time to stand up and say, you know what? We shall take this kingdom by force. Do you know what it means to take this kingdom by force? Look, the kingdom is that if, if the, the kingdom is against, is against gravity, I can turn back here. I mean, but I cannot, if I want to come here, I'm committed to coming here. On Sunday, we'll talk about it more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you want to, if you want to have a different kind of mindset, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, uh, verse 5, it says, God, have this mind of Christ Jesus. If you want to have that mindset, please, I want you to rise up today. Because that's the mindset you're going to bring. The mindset of dominion. The mindset of power. The mindset of favor. The mindset that you know that God is with you. The mindset that you know that you cannot fail in this earth. The mindset that you know that, yes, even though I don't have anything in my pocket, this for a season, and the Bible says for everything there is a season. There's a time to be born and a time to die. There's a time that there was nobody in my pocket. There'll be a time that there'll be plenty, plenty money. It's season. It's a season. And this season shall pass. And the Bible says that seed time and harvest shall not cease. So I know that as long as I believe that this is a season, that season too will pass. Can I speak to someone today as I ask God, God, will you show me my life? I speak to you God today that the Holy Ghost will overshadow you. And the power of the Most High shall come upon you today. That let the mind that was the great Jesus also be in you. And do something mighty in your life. And change your perspective to life. That you are more than a conqueror. You are a victor. No matter what the enemy says, you are going to win. You know the end of the story. You have the mind of Christ, the mind of a king, that the king is for you, that you have a mind, the kingdom mindset, that you will not take out the king out of your life, and the king is Jesus, who has highly exalted his name above every other name, that the name of Jesus, every name of God, every sickness, every cancer, every diabetes, every hepatitis, every barrenness was bound. And therefore, we speak healing and health. So every member, listen to me tonight. In the name of Jesus. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles. On Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, The Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.